Welcome to the teaching on the power of purpose. I'm excited to present this teaching today. My name is Chaplain Gail Crock. I'm president and co-founder of the Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. And I just want to say from the very beginning, you are not a mistake. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Purpose will give you power, hope, and it'll give you strength to get through the storms of life. And today I want to read a couple of scriptures to you that I want us to think about and talk about. The first one is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9, which says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Now, when you read this scripture, you can say, how can Paul say this? He was hard-pressed, he was crushed, he was perplexed, but how come he didn't give up and be put in the metal ward? Because that word perplexed really in the original language means to be on the edge of a nervous breakdown. So he was going through hell in his life and yet he didn't give up and he wasn't destroyed. Well, the reason why he wasn't destroyed was because he knew he had a purpose. And the word treasure in the first verse is the Greek word mysterion, which means that when you were born, God put in you his plans and his purposes for your life. And so you are not a mistake. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. And there is a treasure on the inside of you. And that's an amazing word, that word treasure. And a lot of times when we teach kids or I talk to children, I say to them, you are a treasure. And they love that. And I say to you today, you are a treasure. God has a plan for you. And the reason it says jars of clay is because God made us out of the dust of the earth or the ground. And so within a very fragile vessel, you and I have a treasure, and it's the secret purposes of plans for your life before you were born that's all wrapped up on the inside of you. Now I want to read another scripture. It's found in Psalms 139, verse 17. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Now, I just want to say that this is a very incredible scripture because this scripture tells us that God is the one who puts us together in our mother's womb. But it also tells us one more thing, that before we were born, God took out a book and he wrote down the full number of our days and he put it away what it tells me is that I am not a mistake. God planned for me to be born. But you might say to me, you don't understand the circumstances of my birth. Well, 
I really don't have to understand the circumstances of my birth. The fact is, you are born, and God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And so, the reason purpose is so important is, number one, it gives you a reason to live. When you realize that you're not a mistake, you're going to begin to ask yourself this question, how can I find God's plan and purpose for my life? One of the ways you find that plan is by seeking the Lord for it and asking him to reveal to you what it is he has for you. And another way is you want to ask yourself the question, what is it that I like to do? And a lot of times the desires and the things that you like to do run right along or run you right into what God's plan is. Because the Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. And the reason for that is because he put those desires there in the first place. So having a purpose, number one, gives you a reason to live. Number two, it gives you hope and peace. And number three, it empowers you so that you can get through any storm. So the question is, what must we do to be successful with purpose? Because even though you know you have a purpose and God has a plan, when you're going through the trials and the tribulations of life, we must still go through them successfully. So what's the key? The key is found in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 16 through 17, which says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Now, I want to just say, when I'm going through my trial or tribulation, it doesn't seem momentary and it doesn't seem light. But what Paul is telling us here is we must keep a proper perspective. So in other words, if you can keep your eyes on the big picture and if you can keep your eyes focused on a heavenly perspective, you can get through the trials and tribulations and they won't seem as long. So if you want to be successful with purpose, there are three key points. Number one, do not lose heart. Keep your eyes on Jesus and your purpose. Number two, we must take the time to renew our minds and be in God's word and presence. Number three, we must keep a heavenly perspective. Now, in closing, I want to read a scripture found in 1 Timothy 1.18. This is Paul talking to Timothy about fighting the good fight of faith. Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. So I want to say this in closing. If the Lord has given you a promise, a prophetic word, or a scripture when you've been in your private time, and you know God is speaking to you about the storm you're in, stand on that promise, fight with that promise, and never, never give up. Let me pray for you today. Lord, I pray for those that feel like they are a mistake and that they don't have a purpose. I pray that today would be a new day, would be a new beginning for them. I pray that you administer your peace, your power, and your presence to them. I pray right now where they're at, 
that your loving arms would enfold around them and that once again they would experience hope arising in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you for joining me for this teaching on the power of purpose. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of spiritual care, go to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com and may the Lord richly bless you and remember, you have a purpose.